And honestly, I think those three keys are the most important part of attracting the person that you want. Like, yes, it is important to be charismatic, but what really gets that person is... Hey, play my music, man. Welcome back to another episode. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for joining me. Now today, we're talking about attracting the person that you want. That's right. I'm about to turn you all into the big player players that... <laughs> okay. Okay. Cut. We're going to help you attract that person that you want in a healthy, respectful manner. Now, as a disclaimer, we're not going to teach you how to <laughs> absolutely riz a girl into falling in love with you. We're going to be talking about actual practical ways for you to attract somebody that you have genuine interest in. And honestly, if you're single and looking for love or you're in a relationship looking to improve it this episode will have what you need in terms of setting the right groundwork from the beginning and also adding to that support system as you go along so without further ado let's get into it now the most important part of attracting the person that you want is going to start from your side of it if that makes sense so very easy to think and this is a common misconception that attracting somebody is like convincing them to go out with you or making them think that you're something that you potentially are not or potentially are. But obviously this is misguided and unsustainable. You're not trying to convince somebody that you're something that you're not. You're not trying to change their mind about you. What, you're, what your goal is to do is to show that you're a person worth dating and that you're a person worth having interest in as well. And I think this intention gets lost, especially with the whole, you know, Andrew Tate Sneeko culture where it's like, be alpha. And, and make that girl do what you say. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> but it really does start with you. It starts with not only figuring out what you need as a person and what you bring to the table as a person, but figuring out how the other person will align with those values, essentially. So the first, so the first step of this is understanding your values and your needs. So it's very easy to take an attraction to somebody without going past that second layer and being like, do they actually support what I'm after? Especially if this person is very physically attractive. It's very easy to be like, oh, that's, well, that's just exactly what I want. I want somebody who looks like that. But I do think that this is a very shallow way to go about it. And I think that it does take getting to know that person and evaluating how they align with you to actually make a good relationship out of it. Personally, I recommend taking some time to journal or meditate or otherwise just write down what you think that you need in a person, what you are after in a person and know those very well. Because it, once you know exactly what you want, it makes it very easy to kind of filter out the, the externals. It makes it, kind of, it makes it very easy to filter out the people who don't fall into those categories, essentially. So my favorite instances to reflect are I, I journal personally, but also think in the shower, go for a walk. <laughs> All of these places where you spend time with yourself and, and actually can think about who you are as a person will help you to understand your own values and understand who you are as a person and who you want to be. I would also encourage you to have personal conversations with people that you're close to because a lot of times we have qualities about us that we don't notice from the inside and that are very visible from the outside. Perhaps it's a character flaw, perhaps it's a exceptional characteristic. Whatever it is, people from the external are able to see those very clearly and perhaps know you in a way that you don't know yourself. I would recommend having these conversations with somebody that you trust, a close friend, a family member. This will allow you to gather extra information when you're kind of developing your ideal person in your head. Now, once you understand the kind of values that you bring to the table and you understand the values that you want in another person, then it comes time for the more actionable steps. And that'll be, first of all, improving your communication skills. Now, this is one that kind of flies under the radar because People think that, oh, well, I just talk with people. I'm a good communicator or whatever. But communication is not just about how well you can talk to somebody. It's also about how well you can express yourself. It's also about how well you can deliver your thoughts in a 
way that is non-abrasive, in a way that is respectful of other opinions, in a way that is versatile in different situations and scenarios with different types of people. All of these things are things you should be taking into consideration when you talk about improving your communication skills. Anybody can be comfortable talking to people that they know, but how well do you talk to somebody that you don't know? How quickly does it dispel into awkward silences? How often does it, you know, slow down in conversation? How often do, how quick do you think on your feet? That's another good one. All these are ways to uh, analyze and to think about how well of a communicator you actually are and target the parts the parts that you need to improve on. If I were looking to improve my communication skills, the first thing that I would do is I would get out of my comfort zone. This would include reaching out or talking to people that I don't usually talk to, whether it be at a bar, whether it be at a coffee shop. Obviously you wanna be respectful of people's privacy, but it's especially uh, easy and convenient if you're in like college or even high school, or if you go to school in some capacity because you essentially have the icebreaker right there for you. And honestly, this just comes with practice. I can, you can listen to all the podcasts you want and you can read all the books you want on how to be an effective communicator, but there is an amount of time that you need to spend actually communicating with people to become a good communicator. Now, as far as attracting the person that you want, I would say I would personally focus on communicating the way that you feel. I would personally work on conversational flow is what I guess I'll call it, which just entails, you know, the slowing down of the conversation, awkward silences, stuff like that. How well do you segue into other topics? How well do you carry a conversation when the person is a little bit more introverted, that kind of thing. The next step then is to build self-confidence. And this kind of plays upon the last topic too, is having the self-confidence to actually give yourself a chance. This has been a thing that I've seen more frequently where people will, people will block their own opportunities before they get there because they don't have the confidence. For example, uh, I'll use a real world example. Uh, me and my girlfriend were watching MasterChef and this girl thought she didn't do very well on a dish. She had parts of the dish that she didn't like or didn't complete or didn't have totally together. And when she brought it up to the judges, the judges were like, this is awesome. This is amazing. This is a great dish. Why are you being so critical on yourself? Like, obviously there's a balance between being critical and just being kind of cruel to yourself. And this really made me think about the ways in which people hold themselves back on a daily basis when they don't have to. They end up being their biggest opposition. And if they just wouldn't have gotten in their own way, there's no telling where they could have been. Unfortunately, confidence doesn't just come overnight and confidence isn't something you can just think into existence. But learning to love yourself and learning to improve yourself and make 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 growth in yourself does help with the self-confidence aspect. And honestly, if you find yourself faking being that guy or that girl enough, you might just end up being that person. You, know, you may you may have heard of the term, oh, that's him or that's her. Uh, this is one of those situations that I think you can fake it until you make it. But as it pertains to this subject, how does your confidence impact your interactions with somebody else? Do you have the confidence to even walk up to that person that you want? Do you have the confidence to put yourself out there and tell them how you feel? Do you have the confidence to handle rejection, which we'll get to in a second, but... And honestly, I think those three keys are the most important part of attracting the person that you want. Like, yes, it is important to be charismatic, but what really gets that person is the person that you've built underneath. So let's talk about when you get out into the wild, when you actually are in front of that person that you want to attract. Now, obviously, you would would have already had your prep done. You'd be confident. You'd have good social skills and you'd know what you're after. You'd know your values and you know yourself. But also in that phase, I would include having a few fallback questions for if conversation does inevitably get stale. 
sometimes you get lucky and you end up talking to a charismatic person who's easy to talk to, but that's not always the case. Maybe they haven't seen this episode and they haven't done their their communication skill work and maybe they're not particularly ready to attract the person that they want, but that's okay because when you do have those good conversations because you can inevitably carry a conversation if you need to or propose questions that kind of bring that person out of their shell a little bit. I propose to have questions ready that are both universal and specific to that person as much as you know. Obviously, if you're going up to a random person, it's a little bit more difficult to make them specific, but if you have known that person and you still want to attract them, then asking questions that you know pique their interest would also make it easier to have that conversation with them. I would also recommend having a few questions ready in case the topic that you guys were previously talking about was nothing close to what your your fallback question is because an abrupt U-turn change of a conversation can be a bit obvious. But I don't know how many of you guys watch uh, the British Love Island. I know a handful, <laughs> handful of you guys out there too. I've seen them a little bit admittedly. Uh, but I think about the, uh, the term banter, the banter between... <laughs> between the two people in love. And the the note that I have on banter is, <clears throat> as difficult as it may be to treat this person as a normal person, especially if they're you know, extremely attractive or somebody that you've fantasized or glorified in some way, it can be kind of hard to treat them like a normal person, but they are normal people and they should be treated as such and they want to be treated as such naturally. So try not to get overly nervous or self-conscious or um, awkward in any way about, you know, talking to a person that you may be glorified. And that's, this is definitely easier said than done, but it's something that gets easier with practice. Can't believe I have to say this, but you should have respect for the person that you're trying to attract and you should treat them as such. That should be reflected in your conversation with them. And honestly, the final point that I have is just don't be weird. <laughs> like you can be quirky and you can be yourself. Maybe don't immediately jump to your most extreme political views. Maybe don't jump to your most extreme opinions of anything really and kind of ease into those conversations a little bit later down the line because that can be one of the quickest ways to put somebody off is to have an absolutely opposite contending opinion that you seem to passionate enough to bring up on the first time or the first couple times you've met. But as you get into conversation, kind of feel it out. This is the, this is the point where you kind of let some of your instincts take over and you start to tr you start to realize you know these these people are this person is just another person i would say be yourself project the person that you genuinely are because obviously if you put a fake front forward trying to impress them you're going to have to maintain that now otherwise you're going to end up disappointing because you're not the person that they were attracted to and the instincts that i'm talking about are the ones that you exhibit with anybody else that you talk to comfortably you'll get a you'll get a feel for how that person is feeling you'll get a feel for whether they're attracted to you or not you can test the waters with some innocent flirting. And if they give it back, then you, you obviously have the kind of go ahead to flirt a little bit more. I obviously would not go too heavy on this, especially from the beginning. I would say start friendly. I personally know that in my personal life, I tend, I tend to be a little bit funnier. I tend to joke around a lot. So that's obviously the banter or the conversational style that I'll bring to a conversation that I'm with, trying to impress somebody with. And that's something that just comes naturally to me. If you're typically not that type of person where you're funny or whatever, play to your other conversational strengths, whether it be your knowledge in some in a certain area, whether it be something that you're passionate about, whether it be something that they're passionate about that you know also things about. And don't be discouraged if the day ends without, you know, any ridiculous advancement in your position in their head, I guess. At there are times that you're going to have to be patient in attracting the person that you want. And most of the time that's going to be the case because it does take time to learn about somebody and it does take time to get to know somebody. And now say, you know, you, you followed all these steps and you nailed it. You got him or her. 
good for you. I'm glad. I'm glad. Now it's time to maintain this relationship. It's time to set that on some firm, sturdy ground. And communication and trust are going to remain a cornerstone in any relationship that's successful. If you don't have communicate good communication, you don't have trust, you're going to have struggle. You're going to have a bad time. So ensure that you are keeping those places strong in your relationship. And I actually have an episode on healthy relationships. I think it's up in this corner. That'll be in the cards. It's episode 50 for my audio listeners on some keys to a strong, healthy relationship that I do recommend you go watch, especially if you want your relationship to be healthy and strong and you want to improve your relationship. If not, that's your prerogative. But if you do want a healthy, strong relationship, go and click that video too. After, after you're done watching this episode. (laughs) But say in the off chance, which I'm sure this will never happen to you, right guys? In the off chance that you do get rejected, or the person just isn't into you, and especially if they've made that clear, you have to be okay with it. You have to be okay going forward with not being with that person. This is not the time to turn into a big creep and spiral down and become a stalker and you know start your incel arc. This is not the time for that when you get rejected. Tend to pick yourself up, reevaluate from the beginning of this process and figure out, okay, that one was maybe the wrong one. How do I get closer to the right one? And that's really what it's about. I mean, I, I went through a handful before I before I found the girl that I'm currently with, there were a few times that I had to do this pick myself up and reevaluate exercise. But I know each time I'm getting closer and closer to to what I'm genuinely meant for. And I want to be very clear with this. The word no does not mean try harder. <laughs> Especially if somebody has made that very clear to you. I'm not saying this is going to be easy because it, it can be hard to rationalize. There is somebody out there better for you even if you don't want to believe it. Like I said, reevaluate, improve yourself, get better yourself. And hey, you never know, maybe that person will be trying to attract you here one day. But that's going to take us to the weekly takeaway. This week's weekly takeaway is start that process. Take some time to reflect so that you can be a better person and start to attract the person that you want. If you're single and you're feeling ballsy, shoot that shot this week because you really only do have one life to live. No second chances, no do-overs. So you might as well live it exactly how you want with the person that you want exactly how you dream it to be. But that's going to do it for this episode. I thank you for watching. My name is Will, and I'll see you next time. Did you like that episode? Well, guess what? Boom, there's another one. That one's how to have a strong, healthy relationship. Or you can watch last week's episode on the psychology of relationships. That one is really good too. I would highly recommend that one. But I'll see you there.